Hey, before we start today's episode, I just wanted to let you know about our Patreon push. I've been saying it, but I'm saying it again. Thanks for listening. Um, But this bonus episode is brought to you by our Patreon push. We are pushing to try to get 20 more patrons. We're over halfway there. Thank you guys for your support. But also, I just want to implore you to check out our Patreon because it's more than just supporting this podcast. It's about taking a step. Uh, to becoming a member, a full-on member of the cow community. You get access to our Discord, uh, our watch-along pay-per-view hangouts on Zoom, the Cow Zoom Thunderdome, um, and ton of bonus episodes, content. And once we hit this goal, I'm going to be releasing new cow art, sending every patron a brand-new awesome sticker, and um, we're going to start the uh, cow movie club uh, back again at pay- for patrons at all levels. Um, and also check out on our Facebook group, Comedians Wrestling Facebook group, uh, the unsolicited praise we're getting for uh, the work we're doing in the Patreon, uh, including our Discord and uh, the Hangout. So uh, check that out. And uh, if you want to be a member of the community um, and support this independent podcast that we do and produce all on our own um, and you listen every week, then um, I consider you, I implore you and I uh, beg you. I don't know. <laughs> to, uh, check it out. Go to patreon.com slash comedians wrestling. Anyway, enjoy this Monday session conversation with hilarious comedian Dan St. Germain. Lime, duh. What up, Jabroniacs? I'm here with a very special guest, returning guest, uh, I'm excited to have him back on the pod. My old L.A. wrestling watching buddy, hilarious comedian. He hosts a, po- a wrestling podcast that I've been on um, called Total and Marks. Mr. Dan St. Germain. What is up, dude? Hello, Dan. Thanks for having me. I just remembered the last time I think I watched a show with you was was it the was it the Rumble that knock one at your Shinsuke. house? I mean, yeah. And. Uh, yeah, I had a huge and you were the party. only you're the only guy that yeah. I know who who had a who had a Roman Reigns protective shield, <laughs> and you and the, and like the thing is is like when you yeah. like uh, when you like I guess it was new because when you wore it it would kind of like pop up a little bit like a baseball umpire uniform. Yeah, well, they actually fun fact about that I bought the Roman Reigns vest, which was a gag I was doing on the show, very short lived gag. I would uh, I bought it and and, uh, and I was like, all right, I'm going to wear this vest in every time I record the podcast until Roman Reigns takes off his vest. And then I'm going to record shirtless from there forward. Um, <laughs> and then Roman kept the vest on for like five years. And I was like, all right, I'm not, I don't want to keep wearing this thing. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> and this was a very stupid idea. Uh, that's the stupid like sketch comedy Dan Black that creeps into the pod where I'm like, this is an audio form. What are you doing? Uh, but uh, <laughs> but I'm glad. But yeah, so that thing is. I tell you though, man, these fucking videos of these uh, of yeah. these podcasts they they help the they help the listens. Our listens went up a lot last week just because we like had a video of Robert Carpolis talking about um, how he had to like. How, it's it's a really funny story how like during the he wrote for WWE and during the Vengeance yeah. pay-per-view he um I guess like they wanted to have Ric Flair fucking a limo and they needed like fuck smoke 
but the smoke machine broke. So him and like four other riders just had to smoke cigarettes in the limo really fast. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 uh, I really like Rob. I met him only on your pod, but he's going to come on here. I think I think he's coming on next week. Oh, um, great. And my yeah, producer he's... was really excited because he follows his Twitter account. Yeah, it's it's pretty. His, his Twitter's pretty badass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, no. So the uh, the uh, yeah, we have our YouTube channel. Check it out. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Comedians Wrestling uh, YouTube channel. And um, so yeah, Dan, uh, I I got that Roman Reigns vest. Last thing I'll say about it, it's one size fits all. Meaning not just like it's not just like small to extra large or whatever. This is for kids or triple XL. <laughs> it's the cheapest piece of shit that they've ever made. And, uh, well, it can't be. It can't be. Maybe some yeah, of those There's no bombs. way that it's the worst piece of merch they've made. <laughs> I, the- I remember when I, I came up in yeah. like the new generation yeah. where like you would buy like a fucking foam urn, you know, and you thought yeah. it was a good idea. And then it was like, why do I have this? Yeah, I had like an atom bomb where like when you even when I when I would cup it, like my fingers would go in and they actually puncture the nerf material. (laughs) Are you wait? Did you actually have atom bomb merch? No, the atom bomb bomb, you know, like the they were kind of like nerf footballs that he would throw an atom bomb bomb. I actually didn't have an atom bomb bomb. My friend did. Uh, So the atom bomb bomb. Was I'm you, this up right now as we're you, talking. You don't know. You don't remember what the Adam Bomb Bomb was? No, I don't. We should just talk about merch this whole episode. <laughs> I'm totally down with that. I love <laughs> merch. I have a whole. I'm staring right now in uh, my room here at, at two overflowing drawers of T-shirts. Like they're. Oh I can't my, keep them. Yeah, but I can't buy anymore, man. I, it's it's gonna be yeah. Well, yeah, all the married guys, it's like it's a problem. You know what I mean? It starts being a story. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, these are actually pretty cool. I'm such a fucking mark, man. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this. I'm looking at this atom bomb football, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, the atom bomb. Because back in the day, the gimmick was the the tangible thing you held, really. Like, if you were Brutus the Barber Beefcake, like the scissors. It's like, yo, he's got scissors. He, he, He cuts hair. He's scissors. I'm not sure if he ever cut even one lock of hair. I think... Dexter Loomis cut more hair this week on NXT than, than he cut it in his <laughs> whole barbering career. Yeah, he would come out. Who did he? Who did Brutus? Who did they shave? Whose head did they? Did they uh, shave? Vince McMahon. Donald Trump did it. No, Bruce. <laughs> no longer Bruce. in SAG, by the way. No longer a union actor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't remember who who, who did what. I Bruce Brett Pritchard shaved someone's head. Uh. No, it was uh, who who uh, who who um, who did uh, Brother Brutai sh- shave or uh, Shit, trim? I don't I don't remember. But yeah, the bomb uh, squad, I remember this. Yeah, so the thing with bombs is my my buddy. When you had to get merch back in the day, there's no website. There's no such thing as the internet. Okay, Al Gore didn't get around to it yet. But so uh, but they uh, you'd have to get one of those postcards that would fall out of the magazine. That WWE magazine, you know? Yeah. And you'd have to send it in with, like, a check, you know? So, like, these kids now probably, like, just, like, well, I don't know what they do. They probably just, like, write down their parents' credit card numbers, right? And then (laughs) secretly order shit or whatever they do. But, like, you couldn't – it was so hard. You had to be like, Mom, I need a check. I have to mail this away. I have to write really small our address on the thing. But I had a friend whose parents were like, actually buy him this shit. And he would mail away. They would give him a check. It was unbelievable. And so he had Adam Bomb. He had everything. He had those like full print Shawn Michaels t-shirts. 
Bret Hart, everything. The glasses, like every the silver. Dude, those pink. full print, those full print shirts looked so cool, but those old school WWE shirts were not comfortable to wear at all. No, I know. We've had listen. Uh, some of my listeners have tried dousing them in salt for a week to soften <laughs> them up, and apparently it doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy we like um, I don't know, my listeners love merch uh so do i uh, yeah uh, but yeah so dan what's your what's your did you have any favorite merch as a kid did, were, did, would your parents let you get merch uh uh do you have any merch still from your childhood or is it all new i remember required? i had that cool undertaker shirt where he's zipping up the body bag you know and the yeah. and the hand is like it's the purple glove. It was that purple glove period. It was right after he came back from uh, heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like purple undertaker. Oh, yeah. Well, it was that new and they had two undertakers. Also, it was gray. gray that was gray undertaker. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah, the yeah. real undertaker was the purple undertaker. And then yeah, he right. was, I guess he was, you know, he was that undertaker until uh, WrestleMania, like 13. And then he, like he, he went right. back to the gray. Do you notice, like, how are you with, um, how are you with, like, remembering, like, early, early nineties, late eighties wrestling, like, not from rewatching. I-, I feel like guys like Dipperstein, he like remembers it from his childhood, like it was today, you know. And I have to like, for me, it's not like, oh, I watched every Saturday. It was like blips of. It was on or blips of like somebody telling me to watch. Like I didn't have like a TV watching schedule. Like well, that for me, it was like, you know, it was like every once in a while I would watch a pay. I didn't really start watching pay-per-view until WrestleMania 10. So a lot of it was, you know, the uh, the superstars on Saturday, action right. figures and the magazine and, and those. And remember, they would have like those books, too, that would be like the WrestleMania books. Um, and, oh, yeah. And, yeah. And you would you would go through that. and You would see all the matches. So I knew all the wrestling, I knew like all the WrestleMania matches. I kind of knew the history of the company just because the WWF was so good at, at, at packaging it. You know, I, I couldn't tell you. And I think that that's why everyone's going to remember WWF more is because they, they really, their, their merch, they inadvertently just chronicled everything, you know, like, right. So like, like, like you can't tell me what the fuck happened during AWA and, you know, 1987, but I, I can definitely, I can tell you that, Oh, that's the year that, you know, Andre turned on Hogan because that winds up to WrestleMania thir- three, which is a, a book that I had. Right. that was all 10 WrestleManias, the pictures of every match. And like that, like if you try to chronicle like er, uh, like early aughts WWE, it'll be like, this is Randy Orton's snake period. And then this is his <laughs> next snake period. And then here's his uh, next. This is a little bit more snaky. And then, right, like, mm-hmm. like these wrestlers have. I mean, Randy's such a bad example to bring up because I adore Randy. Uh, is is Randy? Up. I mean, has anyone benefited more from not having an audience than Randy Orton? <laughs> Bro, he it's it's insane. He's thrived with no crowd. He was. I I said he was. Uh, like I, I ended up, you know, at the end of the year, I do like uh, my marquee ass, uh, like uh, best wrestler of the year list, you know. And I, I almost gave it to Randy over Drew. Like I was like, ah. You know, Drew I gave it to Kenny, but Randy was my number two. Oh, I didn't give it to I I I, I didn't give it to Kenny because I, I I said like I think Kenny I guarantee Kenny's number one of twenty twenty one. Like that was what I was saying. I was like I guarantee this is gonna well. Be- my thing is that he like went from having one of the best tag matches of all time to then being the champ in the same year. So that was 
right. pretty insane, but right. I, I I mean, listen, I love Kenny, so I, I got no beef with with Kenny Love. I uh, isn't that one of the be- just to take a, a meta step back on this conversation? Isn't it? Isn't it amazing the how wrestling makes you jump around so much? Like the amount of tangents when I'm having wrestling conversations is well. I think it's just anything. anything that you know a lot about, you can you can jump around a little bit, you right? Know? I mean, it's it's so it's it, I think that that's where it is. It's and it, and it's also like so it's not you about know what wrestling? it is too. It's like if you have a political conversation with someone, there's so many landmines that like yeah, yeah. But do we really want to bring up this and that? You know, like but with wrestling, it's all like on the table. When it's something nerdy, it's just like oh yeah, this lands to this. That's this. <laughs> That's a good point. It's so low stakes. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> You're like, you guys got, it's like, guys, this brings up another thought I have that's, it might be a little controversial for this, but, um, you're like, but I thought that, uh, the body bag thing was uh, should have been a white body bag or like I don't know whatever whatever you're gonna say like something no, nothing you say matters you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah 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 or, or like uh, yeah yeah I couldn't think of an example but call me crazy I like the Undertaker Phantom of the Opera period you know it's that <laughs> right exactly um I tell, well speaking of that so here's another tangent is uh I really love Kane's mask because it's just a reverse COVID mask. <laughs> man, so we, we like we talked about on the show just man when he came out for that rumble i popped but for the wrong reasons you know because i was like holy shit he really has dedicated his life to governing that stomach is proof yeah uh he um uh that was the first time i seen kane in like any semblance of bad shape and he still was in pretty good shape for his age you know? Yeah, he's still like fifty three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think they should know. I think Kane should be there until he's seventy. Bring him back in every Rumble. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, Kane is a perpetual jobber to the stars. He is the jobber to the stars. Uh, but uh, so like <laughs> the, the, the man. Do you, so okay. Here's a, here's something else, and then we're gonna go back to merch. But like talking about Kane, I'm looking at. I'm just as you're saying this. I'm just like. Going through uh, pictures of Adam Bomb and WCW Wrath action Rath. figures. Yeah, it's crazy. He's Adam Bomb, which was like cool. See, now you're stepping on another landmine here. All right, I'm, I'm, all right, I'm, I'm bullet pointing these points. I Man. liked. Look, I liked Adam Bomb. I don't understand why that guy. Him and Crush. I like both of those dudes. When I was, I loved, I loved Adam Bomb. Just anytime he heel crush, not face crush, heel crush. So. Talk about Kane being a dentist, uh, being a, not a dentist. He was a dentist. Britt Baker was a dentist. Right, Britt Baker shoot dentist, and then Kane was a work dentist. Uh, so do you think, like, where are you at on Britt Baker? This is random. I love her. Me too. And I love how she's a dentist. I love she puts the glove on. There's such a beauty in, in the work shoot element of, like, I'm a dentist. Do you think Kane could come back and have a nice run as, as a libertarian mayor gimmick definitely not isaac yankum but maybe as a libertarian <laughs> i don't know i'm a real mayor he's been so burned politically <laughs> at this point i mean i mean like linda half-assedly supported the insurrection <laughs> you know, oh i know early like, december i mean she didn't like she wasn't as bad as like giuliani or any of that like she backed off after right. a couple of weeks like she wasn't like you know, she kind of was like, I mean, she was somewhere in between a Mitch McConnell and uh, uh, a Giuliani, you know, as far as like where, where, where her support of Trump was. But right. I mean, one of her, su- you know, like one of her super PACs was linked to the 
They're, yeah. Insurrection. You oh, know, yeah, I don't think the, not, not that she had any knowledge of that. I don't yeah. think she did. <laughs> well, but. Ron DeSantis in Florida deemed wrestling immediately an essential business because when uh, because uh, Linda's Super PAC don't uh, dedicated eighteen million dollars to Florida. Yeah. So like, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! This is going deep. Um, and then it came out. Vince, Vince didn't he didn't even check in with Fox, Fox if during the pandemic he could do tape shows. You know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's so interesting, but uh, of course you didn't Kane, check in. Libertarian like, mayor, this I want more my money. If Kane was a libertarian mayor gimmick, he could come out and try to be like, "Yo, we don't need referees." Would that be like what a libertarian does in wrestling? Like we call our <laughs> own matches. <laughs> yeah, we don't need re- the uh, the matches will govern themselves. <laughs> the matches will officiate themselves. I do think we that they need some sort of version of right to censor back. Like, because first off, it would be... It's so- retribution. That's the new right to censor. <laughs> oh, my God. That's right to, to change the channel, folks. It is. It's, uh, the, it's, the, it's right? the same gimmick for the most part, even though, like, one's supposed to be, like, the Occupy Wall Street movement. It's, it's for... Or Antifa. It's, it's for sure this, they're doing the same shit. That is true. I never really... I actually am never really thought of retribution as Antifa just because I've... Never thought about uh, uh, retribution at all. Same way that I realized 10 years after the King of Queens was off the air, what the title meant. I was like, oh, he's the king. He lives in Queens. The King of Queens. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking so dumb. (laughs) You didn't know that. That is not a hard one to figure out. (laughs) No, it's not about it's not that it was hard to figure out. Wait a minute. Everybody doesn't love Raymond. <laughs> it's not that it's hard to figure out. It's just that I never saw one minute of the show. I never dedicated any brain space to it. So I was like, oh, it's King of Queens. Like, that's what that show is called. I never thought about it. Never. It's like, retro- <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, listen, I'm also open to the fact that I'm a dumbass. I'm open to that as well. But I'm also saying I didn't. It's the same thing like retribution. I have no idea what they're going for because I, 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 I'm out, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm out. So wait, we were, we were talking about uh, we were talking about merch, okay? Mm-hmm. So what uh, your your merch? In, do you have any childhood merch left over? Well, we moved a couple times, so yeah. not a, not a lot. I mean, I got rid of most of my figures. I think now, if I was like a millionaire, I would be a real belt slut. You know, like I've got yeah. two belts and what one. One's the Intercontinental title that I, Rob Van Dam signed. Ooh, and white strap that, or black strap? Uh, white strap. Ooh, the belt. Yeah, which is actually, now that you bring it up, I'm like, oh, well, that's not really his belt. Um, but, uh, and then the other one I had, I got the, the World Heavyweight Championship for Flair to sign when I did that roast, but Flair bailed on the roast. Oh, so I had shit. Tom McGee sign it instead to show that's that he, like, he got sick, right? That's like the week he got sick. Yeah, bro. yeah. But I wanted Tom McGee instead just to show that like life doesn't sometimes work out. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you bought the like a a replica big gold? I bought a replica and then I have Tom McGee signed it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's like uh you got uh if you had like Adam Pierce sign your fucking ten pounds yeah, gold. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth it's actually worth less now. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, uh, so Dan, where are you at on the current state? We're we're on the road to WrestleMania. I don't know if you know that. I I, I figured it out. 
Yeah, <laughs> we're on the road to WrestleMania. Um, it's paved with COVID, and so spear, they're doing spear versus spear again. Do you do you th- like? Uh, okay, well, that's actually a big. It's not really like a big topic on the show, but uh, do it on the show. Nick Tulo, he's like positive they're gonna go Drew Edge, and I keep telling him there's no chance. It's Edge Roman. <laughs> I, we made a bet about it. We bet in um. Fiend fanny packs. You see it on the, on the WWE shop. They have fanny packs that are the Fiend's face. That's the <laughs> currency we gamble in. He owes, he's going to owe me a Fiend fanny pack. But, uh, yeah, are you uh, – so, question, are you excited? Do you, what, what matchups do you think they're going to do based on the Rumble fallout? And then are you pumped for Edge's return? Where are you at? I'm pumped, man. I, I really like Edge, uh, and I think he's his promos have been awesome. And his in-ring work has been really good. I mean, we've only seen a couple matches, but so I'm I'm really excited. I'm excited too that he's, you know, I think him and Roman would tell a really great story, um, and they and they have a similar, really exciting main event style. So it would be a it would be a blast. The match itself would be a blast. So yeah, I'm 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 excited. Uh, you know, are they gonna are they gonna you know what are they gonna do with Drew? I I mean I really hope Rock, it's right. What? It's going to be Brock, right? Well, yeah, if they don't get if they get Brock, they'll do Brock, but if I mean Finn would kind of be fun, but I guess they can't do that because they just did that last year with Charlotte and Rhea. Yeah. It's so tough when you see like a guy like Finn is so small. I mean, he's I don't so think, small. He's so it's like But I, you I, know him and Drew would fucking destroy it. Right, but you really need to The problem is it's like I I'm all I'm not Listen, it's wrestling. We suspend our disbelief. Some of the guys are small. It's not really what matters. They go, we close our eyes. We like Daniel Bryan, blah, blah, blah. But they have to build these guys up in a way uh, where you're like, hey, I buy this match. And I also would like to, I, I also, it's also, I get a lot of casual, a lot of my friends, I always call it the Wadowski test. He's my friend, John Wadowski, laps wrestling fan, attitude era guy, 90s wrestling guy, grew up with him, but he's more of a sports watcher, but he's always checking in. And I always think about him. He gives me every time around this year, this time of year, he's like, who are the guys? What's going on? And then I always have to like sell him on on some guy who's 5'2", you know? (laughs) and you know what I mean like I don't care I suspend my disbelief when I'm watching it but like he sees Kevin Owens and he's like wait what what why what is this guy and I don't have like I'm like no he's awesome but but hasn't UFC kind of made that okay like there's people in UFC that you know if you saw that's always my argument I agree Max Holloway you wouldn't be like this guy's a world beater but you know, like if you just saw him outside the ring, but inside the ring, he's a fucking monster. So absolutely, like guy like like someone like what's his name? Uh, well, he's he's a t- bad. Uh, uh, oh, here, uh, what's his name? Roy Nelson knocked out Czech Congo. You know, like Roy Nelson is like literally Kevin looks exact. They if you put him next to Kevin Owens, they look exactly alike. Czech Congo looks like he's cut from steel. He looks ex- like this, right. if he if he was painted silver, he would look like the Silver Surfer. You know. Um, oh, like sorry. I thought this was, Here's my I thought I was talking to Mike Lawrence. I can suspend my disbelief with Kevin yeah. Owens, but can you just suspend your? I can totally suspend my disbelief when this guy's on the mic, but when he's in the ring, do you sometimes have a problem with Eddie Kingston? I yeah, absolutely. Eddie Kingston is maybe the worst gear in wrestling. He looks <laughs> terrible. I mean, I, Eddie Kingston I is like it though. Like I, I, you know, it, what do you it, like? What do you like? 
I don't know. I just like, I, I don't mean that. That sounded like yo. What do you like? Because it's wrong, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I like. Um, I don't know. Like I, I feel like the fact that his gear is that that terrible like increases like how bitter he is, which complements the character almost. Yeah, uh, I I. I Okay, maybe so I'm making you, no, 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 no. I agree with your point. No, I see it from all. I see, I see things from all angles. I also recognize, like, that's why on on the pod here we talk about a wrestler just being one of your guys, right? Like, some of my favorite wrestlers are like, I don't want to sit here and talk about their. Like, I I love Goldberg just because I love go. I'll always love Goldberg because I love right. Him. If you, it's a it's a it's a work. So it's right, like so I think Goldberg's terrible, but it's over. like who cares? The guy right, drew money absolutely. and has a cool look, right? It's like he, it's not like he's uh it's not like he's an aging shortstop and like you know what I mean like where you're right. like oh we listen we, he's uh he, he can't dive to the left anymore or his hip falls off no whatever it's wrestling so it's scripted entertainment so uh, I think that people get annoyed like Goldberg everyone. because uh, like he's like. such a he's such a dick outside of wrestling I know bro you know like he's so he's so annoying and 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 he's so like he's one of these guys like. I really yeah. think that, like, as far as his gimmick, I'm like, you know, whatever. But, like, I, I think there's room for that type of gimmick in wrestling. Just, you know, it was the same reason I rooted for Ultimate Warrior matches back in the day. Um, but I, I, I think that Love his, him. you know, like, for how much he bitches about the business and how great and sweet of a run he's had compared to some of the other guys, I just wish he shut the fuck up. That's all. Like, like yeah. he's always bitching about how people don't know how to book stuff and things like that. And it's like, dude, you do three moves and you're a multimillionaire. He's Shut a, up. Yeah, Goldberg is such a stiff man. This, you know, yeah. Goldberg was he when he started when he came back around 33 and the whole Brock run, which was I loved it. Um, I mean, that was the best Goldberg since WCW. He should have hung it up then, but you know, there's just money on the line, whatever. What so he, yeah, he doesn't give a fuck about the business. No, <laughs> no, no, money. no. He, you should have hung it up, but also I sound like a you kind of sound like a dumb mark when you say hang it up. Like people need money, wrestling. Also, you got to be money. careful when you when you talk about one of the most uh, uh, prominent Jewish wrestlers that he just wants a paycheck. So I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> re reframe my. Yeah, I mean, Tatrman, I was gonna call you out on that after the show. Um, I thought that was really <laughs> offensive to me, but but what also you know what else is weird? Um, I also uh, I also love this drop, by the way. Heyman just called himself a Jew on Raw. Um, uh, we'll you with that. How do you get a board, man? I got to get a board. Oh, uh, it's a whole ordeal to do. Uh, All right. You already convinced me not to do it. It's a pain. It's it's. Oh, well, I don't know. I'm saying it's it's very doable. You could do it. It's just it's sometimes a bane of my existence. You need a bunch of equipment to get it to go through Zoom. But uh, let me know what you want, what you need. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe. The, the So. What we were talking about? Oh, hey man! Oh, yeah, Goldberg. Yeah, go. I was doing a bit the other day on the pod that I was actually I was doing this in the uh, while I was watching Rumble on Zoom with some people, and I I, I uh, I'll just do it for you because I think it's funny. Um, it's Goldberg. You can't do this bit, but I can. Goldberg going shopping, um, and he's trying to get he's trying to get deals. So, excuse Definitely. me. <laughs> excuse me. Is this Costco? All right, listen. I need eight garbage bags. This thing comes with 200 garbage bags. So that's $10 for 200 garbage bags. 
I'm going to pay you $1, which is a 50%, 50 cent saving. Anyway, that's what I'm doing. And it was very funny. I'm Jewish, so I'm allowed to do that. Um, but it was just about Goldberg's such a stiff, you know? It's it is, like, it is, it's it is, like it is. that music, but it's just him complaining about the room temperature. I know. I did that also. I actually, that's so funny you said that because I did a whole thing if Goldberg, if I was entering, and I'd be like, I can't tell if I'm hot or cold. <laughs> <laughs> and he coughs when the smoke comes down. Anyway. Dan, you can do this stuff. I'll, I I know you. I don't think I'm allowed to. You're you're allowed to on my watch. I give you permission. Is that how it I works? Mean, do you, if you get I don't know. Once once someone? you find out about some of my memberships, you're not gonna you're not gonna agree. <laughs> you're a moose and an elk. All my, right, so- my uh, Adam Waffen. <laughs> Those guys are insane. You know that right right, right oh. wing supremacist group Adam Waffen. Those are the guys that are like they were like uh, they're like neo Nazis, but they were like targeting like power like nuclear power plants. And this was all in the, like the last couple of years. Wow. I'll tell you what. I hate that. I hate that shit so much. But if they want to bring it into the, the wrestling world, it's a not. A good <laughs> gimmick. It's not a bad gimmick. You know what I'm saying? No, Yo. man. It's a. It's always bad. Whenever they do this, it's bad. Whenever they try to get like, <laughs> dude, I'm gonna ask. Actually, you this question. is a good question. Is there any? Has there ever been a delicate political situation that a wrestling company has handled well? Oh, uh, <laughs> um. That'll be that. That I mean, that has to be no. I mean, I I mean, political. Do you mean political in terms of like has to be political, or can it just be like controversial? Like, you know, political. Like- I I would say well, it could be controversial. Like, I think the closest they kind of came was at thirty five during the Kofi buildup. Like, there was all this like kind of like hints at institutional racism without their them really saying it and it was kind of done in an artful way and I, I think that that's why it was the best program that year but yeah I mean yeah. for the most part it's 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 you know it's it's a guy you know dressed as Hillary Clinton giving a leg drop to somebody right um uh, yeah I was trying to have this this I know it's like I was trying to have this combo b- before it's it's it listen the combo is it's a slightly controversial but I was like when when they did the Triple H wedding, right? Mm-hmm. Which is you know terrible that they the whole thing was they drug staff. Yeah, and then he goes like, "Oh, I'm gonna." Dude, that was one of the better wrestling weddings, though. That's like, what I was saying on the as pod, far as how it was produced. Because I brought it up this week because we were talking about the Miro that that I don't know who was married like Kip and and uh, whatever her name is and uh, um, Penelope Ford and yeah. I was like oh well this wedding like at, at least that wedding felt like grounded like a real wedding that Triple H you believed in the wedding enough where when Triple H crashed it and then I was like because Steph is in on it inevitably right is that does that count as it work I'm not saying they should fuck around with these kind of storylines and whatnot but because she's in on it does that make it not okay but does that make it like you got work yeah yeah that's right? fine I mean I, yeah I think that yeah, I think that it turned out to be. I think it was fine. I mean, people don't it like didn't, it. Didn't really they happen. They, and they're they definitely married. don't put that angle in the same. They definitely do not put that angle in like the same category as like Katie Vick or even like that. You know, the the few blood feud that Vince and his daughter had, where he, he beat the hell out of her in that match. Yeah. Oh, right. Right, right, right. Katie Vick is. De- you're right. It's not brought up like it's. It feels controversial, but ultimately, it's not brought up in the same way that the Katie Vick stuff's brought up. Anyway, I knew we would get to Katie Vick somehow, and that, that's how you know it's kind of like that. Podcast, um, everybody, it's like we, Roddy we, Piper wearing like half blackface at what was that WrestleMania seven or six? I forget. Um, 
but it, it's it's like at the time it, it was fucked up. well no that was probably worse <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I just love it. I love it all. No, of course. Of course. It it is. I mean, wrestling, it's so tricky in that way because it is like supposed to feel real and it thrives when it's a reflection of our actual reality. And so you want it to push real buttons in you. And so it gets tricky when they get to there, get to that moment. And then they they botch it. And or if the best way to do it is too hot for people to handle because it is like live tv you know mjf pissed me off like i was a kid on wednesday i was so what do you do what do you do after it happened like when he eliminated jungle boy and then he did the jungle boy like uh he like started beating his chest i got like pissed off like a little kid fan would get i was so happy afterwards i was like oh "Oh my god i just got worked yeah i don't you love getting worked (laughs) i i got worked i got i kind of got i got yesterday i kind of yeah like I, I love getting work so much, and I don't know. It sucks because sometimes I set myself up by doing this pod to, like, not get worked, and I try to not do that. But, like, I kind of got work because I was, I was like, oh, man, doesn't – isn't – like, so Kenta revealed his shirt, you know, on, on, on AEW, and it's, like, classic Bullet Club design, you know? And yeah. I, I was yeah, like, it's great. And I was like, yo, these Bullet Club shirts are so – they're just, like – it's, like, I, I still love them just because I'm such a mark. But like you're like Kenta, you're not like in the Bullet Club for me, you know. Like you know, like the the, the Bullet Club, it's like you're, you're not you're not the New Japan. They're still riding the Bullet Club wave, you know, over there. Like same merch, same logo, and I'm like, oh, now now it's Jay White. He's at the lead of it, and then they put out a video, and I'm like, those guys, they seem sad. Then they put out a video. It was Kenny confronting Kenta in the parking lot, you know, and Kenta's like, yo, fuck you, get away from me, and I was like, oh. Cool. The old and new ball club are gonna fight fight each other. No, I got worked. Like they're gonna keep it's. It works great, you know. And even if is is such a great heel. He's such like an old. He's like I know he hated WWF, but he's like such a like classic American heel in that company now. Oh yeah, he's uh he. Like, I mean, even, I, even I'm not a Kenta Mark, and I I say he's kind of allergic to getting jacked. Which uh, <laughs> 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 I, I wish he could beef up a little bit because I know he had that injury, and then he I feel, but he, you know he's not like one of my guys. But I understand people di- like you know a lot of people that I respect dig him, you know. But it was fun when he popped on AEW, and like just the fact that that means we're going to see some kind of New Japan crossover. We already have Impact. Very exciting. Yeah, I, I, I um, we were talking about this uh, pop for our show. We actually talked about this with um. With uh, Robert and Lance Storm and uh, Scott Chaplin and Mike Warrens yesterday, and Lance Storm, baby, yeah, Lance, Lance Storm was on, yeah, and Lance, you know, Lance had your opinion, Robert disagreed. Um, so it's an interesting, you know, it's interesting debate to see whether or not, um, like, because clearly what they're doing is they're doing like you know the NWA type thing, right? Where it's like all these other promotions, you go prove yourself at AEW, but. Whether or not um, they're in, it's a risky, you know, it's it's rolling the dice. It's a very risky, it's a very risky thing to do because there's, you know, and especially you have people in in your company, you know, if you're, if you're Miro or somebody like, like from WB, or if you're a homegrown guy, you know, if you're, um, I'm trying to think who would be a good example of somebody who kind of was in AEW then you know has has been used a lot less um 
But if you see, you know, them using Kenta and using the Good Brothers, it's got to be like, well, am I ever going to get? I, here's my controversial opinion. I think it's probably, which I forgot to say this on my podcast, so I'll say it here. I think it's probably easier to get a push in WWE than it is AEW right now. Easier to get a push in, in WWE than AEW? Yes. Um, I never thought of that. I, I have right no idea real, what AEW... Like, do, you, do you really think that, like, for instance, do you think that... um, um Hmm. Like Keith Lee would be in the main event scene or, and I, you know, like obviously Keith Lee hasn't been booked the best in the world or like carrying cross immediately being, you know, the toughest guy on NXT. It just, it doesn't seem like that sort of uh, upward mobility is possible right now at AEW. There's just, so, they, there's, there's just not enough real estate. Yeah. I mean, that that's a good, that is a good point. Um, it's just, it's always hard to say that because WWE feels like so controlled by Vince that I guess I, as a Mark, believe that AEW, you can like, you can, uh, they're more like, we got to get, yeah, no, it's, it, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good point. But I mean, I like, no look, idea. I mean, like, I, they I put the TNT title on Darby, but I mean, right. if, if, um, if this was WWE, Orange Cassidy would probably be in the, uh, first off, he never would get pushed in the WWE, but if it was a WWE type of environment, he would already have been in the main event scene. He may have been champion already. Yeah, I mean, I guess the question is more like, what does a push actually mean slash look like? Like, so WWE, the problem is that the titles feel a little bit more like props to me than yeah. than in AEW currently. So uh, it's it, it, in a although right now in WWE, besides, you know, like. I, I probably I, I think I can tell you who the tag champs are, but like for the first time, it seems like the U.S. and Intercontinental champions. Who are, are the tag champs on both shows? Uh, okay. Ziggler and Rude on SmackDown, yeah. right? Yeah. And on Raw, it's the Hurt Business. Yes. And on NXT, it's it, tag wrestling does not matter on, on WWE, which is a bummer. It is a bummer. Ta NXT, it's a uh, Birch and Lorcan. Yeah, NXT, and then uh, yeah, and the, the Bucks on AEW, but so yeah. um, and also it's Nia and Shayna. They want them back on the pre-show, which uh, I didn't even see uh, for the Rumble. Yeah, I was, I did when I saw it was on a pre-show. I didn't watch it because I was like, "There's no way they're gonna." Yeah, but yeah. there you go. You know, anything can happen in the wacky world of professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that Rosenberg won the twenty-four-seven title. A lot of. Said at least one one Berg went home with the title that night, so that was good. But, uh... <laughs> Dude, I was it was I was so um, I was so annoyed at like there was like the next day like on the observe on the observer Brian Alvarez was like being like why would they like give him the title I'm like I don't know he's uh radio host of one of the biggest fucking media networks yeah because then the like world? our truth popped up on Michael K show and then won it back like on video like that's yeah. good, that's good for biz. Yeah, it's like, it's, you know, it's, it's like, like the bad bunny they, argument. There's just so many like 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 bad bunny's huge. It's is what it oh, is. Oh, bad. I mean, if you compare like that's that's the one thing where WWE has has really just killed AEW and is the celebrity stuff. And to be fair, they've been you know doing it a lot longer. Right, uh, right. Like this, the way they're using bad bunny compared to like this <laughs> this abortion of a Shaq program. What I mean, I don't, I can't even describe what's going on there. I, I don't know. I, I like that he calls him Cupcake Cody. Uh, 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 I like he calls Cupcake Cody Rhodes. But yeah, I mean, no, it's it's I it I can't defend that. It's 
so so sloppy. Like it's I don't so what sloppy. I don't like when Jade came out and said Shaq the first time. I was like, is she talking about like what? Wait, so I don't even know who you are, and now you're introducing Shaq, who's not there. Oh, you represent Shaq in what capacity? I've never seen you two together ever. What's your relationship? Not like it's I don't why know. Why are they it's, having that girl talk? She's like one. She looks like she's like female Lex Luger. Steel. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's physically like one of the most impressive people I've ever seen. Well, they corrected that this week with that. Package. They did. They, they did. did. Thank so God. Everyone loved it. Everyone was like, that's awesome. That's exactly what we want to see out of her. And yes. I, my uh, 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 my trainer dude was like, yo, Jade's in there. I'm going to watch AEW now. So I guess she must be a big deal for uh, the meatheads, you know? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, it's all there, there, it, there's so WWE gets a lot right. You know, people love to complain about WWE. They get a lot right. AEW gets a lot right. AEW gets a lot wrong. WWE gets a lot wrong. It's it's frustrating. Like AEW, my big complaint with AEW right now is like they do need some writers in there because they I, I don't know if they need writer, but they definitely need somebody. They need some more. They need to produce. They need producers whose emphasis is television and not wrestling yes, right now. Absolutely, it's because they're doing things indie. like Rick. They're you know like having oh three of the same chair spot in one night, like stuff yeah. that like anyone who's producing a show would be like, hey, you can't do that because we need it in this segment. See, my 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 observation. I keep hearing. I totally agree with that. That's exactly like. And and, the, and I don't blame the dude, the the workers for not understanding that if they come from a background of like bar wrestling and whatnot, but uh, like also someone like Jungle Boy, who I really I really like Jungle Boy. I think he has a really cool future. I'm a little bit like okay, so he's like from the jungle, got it. He rides on a dinosaur, but he's from Valley Village, Los Angeles, and he, uh, and his we we acknowledge that he his dad is Luke Perry, so you're like okay. So, okay, so he's just, like, says I'm Jungle Boy just because of the look, right? Yeah, I, little... I, I actually, I mean, I like it just because it's an old, it's the same reason I like uh, Pillman's son's gimmick, like the the new Hollywood, right. blo the varsity blondes or whatever. It's just, like, such a fun white meat baby face gimmick, and yeah, it's such I'm, a throwback. I'm not saying I hate it, but then for TV, it's a little bit like, oh, so if he's going to cut a promo... It's just like so. Now the dinosaur talks. It's I. I just think it's a little. It's a little sloppy. A little. So just my opinion on how WWE. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, they both. Listen, if we're gonna compare, we'll, we'll go on for days because you could just be like, this is good, this is yeah. bad, this is it. What do you do with a guy like Ricochet? Like he, I give that guy a lot of thought recently. Like a guy like um, a Ricochet. Like, jeez, man. I mean, I mean he's so talented. He's one of the most talented guys they've ever had in terms of in, like, in the ring. He, of in, course, what he of can course. do. He's not I mean, been able. The to problem work. is, he's, he's in the wrong company, <laughs> right? For what he does, you know, he, he, he would it's, be. It's reported he's just signed a big extension. You know. Yeah, I think that they're going to give him some sort of a push eventually, but uh, just because he's too good not to. But yeah, um, you know, man, it's it's a. It's a company where you're on the mic with a lot of sometimes generic. Who's from Paducah, Kentucky? I didn't realize that about uh, Ricochet. I dated a girl from Paducah, Kentucky once. Um, yeah, it's for another time, Dan. Uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, all right. But uh, yeah, it's I, up uh, to you, man. I'm open. I, I to don't it, know man. if he you tell me all I, about Paducah, Paducah Susan. I would hear about Paducah, that. Paducah Susie. <laughs> I he he just like you know he's just he's got it. 
they they make him talk a lot in WWE, and he's just not a great talker yet. He's gotten better, but it's just not his thing. Uh, and, you know, in the ring, he's there's you can't touch him. But it's just yeah. I mean, Vince, unless you can, you know, and you don't have to be an amazing talker, but you have to be a competent. Like I don't think Drew is an amazing talker. I think he's a good talker, but you have to but be. He commands. Like he commands. You have command. to have. You have to have like. You have to have the commanding. That's a good point. Like, like Charlotte Flair, like her promos are, you know, they're all right. They're not like they're right, but she has a presence. But she's commanding enough. Yes. Right. That she like, you know, makes you know, like, and she's incredible in the ring. So you believe everything she says. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. And you know, like being being small is gonna right. You know, just, he's a really good looking guy, and I think that always helps in that company. That's like, what I'm saying. Like he's such a stud. You just you think that they would just like keep it. Just it feels like when Vince. That, uh, I, uh, I always watch thing. who they're, they're, my wife. I mean, do you do this with Jamie? Yeah. I see who my wife is. Like, oh, who's that? And when we, we like, she watched the Rumble with me. Like, yeah. not all of it, but some of it. And like, she had who's that with um, Rhea Ripley? That was the only person she had. Oh, who's that with? Right, 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 right. I mean, Rhea Ripley. Yeah, absolutely. It's it, it's a big deal. You know, I had a, a, a Thomas Middleditch texted me the other day, and he was like, oh, I'm watching SmackDown. Like, he's not a mark, you know? Yeah. And he randomly was like, he's watching it, and he's like, who are these guys? And I felt like he kind of lost interest really fast, you know? And and, and I was like, which guys? And he's like, yeah, he felt like everyone was kind of boring, you know? And listen. That's not totally fair because it's somebody just popping in, but it is. You know, you do think about that. My mom well, walked he, by the screen one time. She when did, he, when did he watch? He, he didn't even. He didn't. He didn't tell me exactly. I what I did was I directed him towards Fiend stuff because I felt like he would get into that, and then he did. He goes, "Now that's wrestling." When he saw Fiend, you know, because it's like <laughs> he's not gonna pop for like Timothy Thatcher. You know, <laughs> or like, you know, what I, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, I, you know, you just kind of know what people's style uh, is. And then I direct them towards stuff like that if they want it. But like my mom walked by the screen one time uh, a couple years ago and was like, who's that about Roman Reigns? She was like, yeah, my, my, my wife was like, you know? oh, he's really handsome. <laughs> right. So, you know, Vince is keenly aware of that stuff. I just feel like you, my, my whole thing goes back to, like, the Performance Center, like what's going on in NXT when it was a developmental thing. Now I don't know what it is really. But um, in terms of the it's company. It's just a really solid wrestling show. Right, but in terms of, like, the company, I don't really, you know, like, it's like, oh, you're supposed to develop you for TV, but then it's already TV. So I know that this week Cash Zono did, you know, Chris Hero did an interview where he was kind of saying they, they lost their way when they went on TV. I'm not even debating that. I'm just saying, like, I feel like if you're supposed to come out of NXT cooked for main roster, if that's what their idea is, they should be getting way more mic time, a lot of these guys, because they come up and they're not at all ready for that, almost any of them. I think some of it, too, is, I mean, it's hard enough, like, you know, to switch scripts on somebody who's an actor an hour oh, beforehand, yeah. but somebody who's not an actor, it's... I mean, it's really, uh, you know, there are times where I'm like, <laughs> like, 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 like I've never, like Keith Lee was always a better promo on NXT than on Raw. And Raw, yeah. he looks like his feelings are hurt all the time. So I, I think some, whatever is the process, you know, and it's not even like that on SmackDown. It's, it's just like, I think like, because there's just so much to get through, like, 
I don't know. It just seems like like everything is just stating a lot of raw is stating the obvious, you know? Right. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, it's it's a multifaceted issue. It's, you know, because if we I think Moxley's the best guy to track because he came from a prominent spot in WWE to a prominent spot in AEW. So it's kind of like you can compare the two. And, then, you know, obviously it's going to be your personal preference. But I really do. I hated Dean Ambrose. I really was not a fan at all. Like I was pretty hard on him on my pod. I thought he was always saying the lamest shit. He was trying to like be like funny, but also tough. And it didn't work for me. But I know a lot of people liked him. It's just personal. But then when he got to AEW, I feel like I got it. I was like, oh, now I, I see what he is going for, and it makes you think. He talked. He put his money. He put his ass on the line. He. He talked a lot of shit about the WWE creative process, went to AEW, and then showed, here's what I would have done, and I it was clear to me, whether you like it or not, you know? <laughs> Where are you yeah, at? You I, disagree? That's, I'm no, I, I, no I, I totally... I agree. I think... Um, like, are you, do you dig what Moxley's doing? At, in I, I like it. Do you like I, it more I do than like Dean, it. or where are you at? I, 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 I do like it. Um so we're looking a little less swole lately. I want him to get him back, Dude, back and back big again. You know. Now you sound like me. I, yeah, I'm certainly saying. Well, you know, I'm a AEW man. They need all the size they can get. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what he's what's going on with him. I, I, I the joke I was saying on the pod is like, I think he thinks that like if your wife's pregnant, you can't work out too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I do think like me and Scott Chaplin talk about this on. Yeah. the pod all the time like AEW should really take advantage of not having a wellness policy <laughs> and yeah. like like how funny would it be if like one day marco stunt just showed up and looked like china my oh yeah that'd be fucking awesome <laughs> my dad my dad is like he watches AEW and he'll like put them on and flips through he thinks AEW is like like teenagers who are getting ready for wwe like that's what he you know when he turns it on it's like he's like, oh, these guys, oh yeah, they're new, they're doing cool stuff, they're getting ready, they're like getting, they're gonna get big and then go to WWE, like physically big, you know? Uh, well, it's yeah, I mean, funny. It, it, yeah, my dad's I mean, funny. Think, like, watching it is, it's very, um, you know, like I, 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 a lot of people that I know that aren't AEW fans, they'll like message me and be like, wait, what is the, you know? But as a wrestling fan, you're you you're just so relieved they're having fun and, and it's a different. It's a different take on wrestling, right? But as a as a casual fan, all you see is, "Hey, this guy isn't as big as The Rock." I know, and it is frustrating because you're like trying to explain people the Daniel Bryan story and whatnot, and then you know people see wrestling for what it is; they think it's theater. It's you know it's kind of fair because you're like, isn't it? So they're kind of like, oh, if they're small, then what's the point? Isn't it just like man theater? And you're like, you know, but I don't know. I don't even fuck with those people anymore. It is what you know. <laughs> I dig it. I, I know what it is. I um I'm just praying right now. Like Edge, I think it was really smart that he wrestled on Monday. I was like, he's not gonna wrestle until Mania, is what I assumed, you know. Um, and then he smartly was like, oh, I'm gonna wrestle. I'm gonna prove to you guys I'm still can go, uh, even if it's the risk I get hurt. But we'll see how many times he can he actually wrestles. I don't know, but I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped for it. So Dan, last thing I'll ask you before we get out of here is. Are you ready for my question? It's a beautiful question. Okay. Is who's who's the top guy in wrestling right now to you? Like, who's the guy you turn on any show and you're like, I can't wait to see what this guy does. Like, who's your go? Who's your eyes at? Mm. 
I don't know. I I mean, there's there's certain people that I always I just want to see what they do every week. But whether or not there's one person that's like right now real, I mean, I guess I guess Omega and Callus. Yeah, those two together, they're just doing fun stuff every time I. And 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 whenever Roman's on, I know it's going to be pretty compelling. Yeah, I think those are really good picks right now. I would throw maybe MJF at the mix. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't. He's not in the you know, title. The problem with picture. this this feud for me with it's just the one thing that it's the fact that they didn't start at all with any wins and it immediately started into a breakup and it just it feels too WCW red versus black NWO. Oh, you know, yeah. It, it Every, just, <laughs> yeah, everyone loved that. It's a little, it's a little, for me, it's a little convoluted right now, but do you, do you think this leads to a, a baby face turn from Sammy or a baby face turn from uh, Sammy and Jericho and Wardlow? I think, like a, ju- I think I was thinking just Sammy, maybe Sammy and Wardlow break out, but I was like, definitely. I think they're going to try to go Sammy, like get Sammy, like to be like the kid who escaped, you know? Oh, like the cult. Yeah, like kind of like you know, or like the bullies, the frat. Like he, like he, like is the one who was like, "Yo, this is." He's gonna have his like, uh, jo- uh what's it, Joshua Jackson in the in the skulls, which is like, yeah. "Yo, this is whack. This is this is not <laughs> worth it." You know what I mean, Ooh, dude? You, we we gotta end on a skulls reference. You can't get any better than that. <laughs> I know. Uh, no, Dan, great talking to you, man. Great oh, talking to you too, man. Dan, uh, Dan, plug your pod, Total F and Marks. Yes, Total F and Marks. We got Lance Storm on this week. Uh, you were on an episode uh, two weeks ago. Yes. This is the road to WrestleMania. This is for all the money in the world. We also have a Patreon. We're going to be talking the Yokozuna documentary, which was fantastic. If you haven't seen it, I haven't watched um, it yet. I'm going to. Very good. It's it, it, they're, they're new icons here. It's it's a real sad wrestling story that Vince isn't culpable, <laughs> which is nice. Yes. <laughs> like, like that's the one thing that. Oh, I'm is that what it me. is? I'm like, oh, Vince didn't isn't the reason this is. This is depressing. This is just a guy who couldn't stop eating. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, when does your pod come out? Well, the new one with Landstorm is out today on Friday. Our Patreons come out on Monday. So check us out. Dope, dope. Check it out, everybody. Um, and yeah, and if uh, check out our, our Patreon. After, you know, check out Dan's. He's our guest today. So you check out Dan's stuff. And then go to our Patreon.com slash Comedians Wrestling. Get access to our bonus episodes and all of our bonus content. Dan, awesome talking to you today. Dude, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Peace, bro. Peace. Comedians of Wrestling.